Welcome to the Cowboys Beat audio podcast, streaming live on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network, where we talk about everything related to America's team. Prescott got a carry. And reach, flip, sets up first and goal at the... Hosted by none other than Chris K. Third and seven, blitz coming, Prescott in trouble, lofting it to the corner. You may know him from his work on TikTok, but now he's taking over the podcasting world. We're not here just to take part, we're here to take over. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Cowboys Beat Show. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host for today's episode. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how the Cowboys have a plan to extend Dak Prescott. We're also going to be talking about the Cowboys potentially trading for Jalen Ramsey. And we're also going to be looking at the free agents that the Cowboys have this upcoming offseason and seeing who we should re-sign or let walk. But before we get into the episode, please make sure to go check out the great people over at Prize Picks. Use my promo code CowboysBeat. Even though the NFL season is over, there are still... Uh, sports going on right now that you can you know create lineups for on the app so please make sure to go check it out prize picks it's in the description box below use my promo code cowboys beat for an 100 instant deposit match of up to 100 dollars okay before we get into what we're going to talk about here please make sure to go check out my social media pages go check out the tiktok twitch uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. It should be linked in the description box below. You can follow me on all of those platforms. I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, so the Cowboys have talked about how they have a plan to extend Dak Prescott. Stephen Jones was saying this. And honestly, I think that this is the right way to go about things. Whether you like or dislike Dak Prescott, one thing is true. He gives them the best chance to win a Super Bowl in the immediate future. There is no trading for Aaron Rodgers or any of these other quarterbacks that people want because one, Dak Prescott has a no trade clause in his contract and he's not going to waive that to go play for Green Bay or for the Cowboys to go use him as a trade piece to go trade up to one to the Chicago Bears, he's not going to waive his no trade clause to go play in Chicago. He is the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys this upcoming season. He gives them the best chance to win. The Cowboys do have a Super Bowl window right here, especially when you look at how weak the NFC is and you look at you know how good of a team the Cowboys are. I mean, granted, look at the top teams in the NFC. You have the San Francisco 49ers. They have a, a quarterback controversy. You have the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to have a lot of roster turnover. So to me, I think that the Cowboys and the 49ers to me are the most sure things in the NFC next year, you know, and that was not one thing that we thought going into this season with the Cowboys. And I think that the Cowboys are more so in the talent acquisition phase compared to what they were last year, where they were, you know, getting rid of talent, like getting rid of guys like Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson and guys like that, you know, Lyle Collins, Connor Williams, Randy Gregory, guys like that. I don't think that they're going to get fleeced like they did last offseason, this offseason. Matter of fact, I think they're actually going to be a better team coming out of the offseason than they were uh, going into the offseason. But look, here's the thing. Uh, To me, I I do believe that Dak Prescott is the guy to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys. But there are some things that need to happen. And the number one thing for me is they need to improve on his decision-making. Now, Dak is a great decision-maker all throughout his career. 
there was this year where he, he kind of lacked in that department. And, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a one-year type of thing. That's the way I look at it. But, you know, one, one thing that I noticed with Dak Prescott this year is that when there were times where he had to throw into a tight window, there were times where he threw more of like a touch pass instead of really zipping it in there. I think that's one thing that the Cowboys are going to have to focus on and, and fix. Um, just having him be more sure of himself. Quick decisions, which is something that comes with the West Coast offense. Uh, you know, stuff like this is, is are things that are, you know, is, is really going to enhance Dak Prescott's game. But I, I think overall, it, it is the right way to go about things. I think that would bring his cap hit down to about $13 million. Okay, so, you know, and, and another way to help Dak Prescott out is to just add more pieces around him. Now, I'm not one of these guys that say, go get DeAndre Hopkins and go get Stephon Diggs and go get these top-of-the-league receivers. I don't think Dak Prescott needs that. He already has a guy who is a top-of-the-league receiver in CeeDee Lamb. All you need to do is just add solid pieces around him. You can't have Noah Brown be your number two receiver. And think about this, right? Noah Brown was the number two receiver on this football team. You were seven points away from getting to the NFC Championship. And to be honest with you, I think if Tony Power doesn't get injured that game, you're going to the NFC Championship. I honestly believe that. So if Dak Prescott would have been able to lead you to the NFC Championship game, again, if Tony Power was healthy, um, with, with, this, with this supporting cast... Add, go add a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. You know, go add a guy like a Paris Campbell, who's a very solid receiver. Go draft a Jackson Smith and Jigba if you can. You know, go add an Adam Thielen. Go add these guys and see what that does for Dak Prescott. Because I can tell you this right now, you do not need a DeAndre Hopkins. You don't need a Stephon Diggs. You don't need one of these big name receivers. You just need a solid a few solid pieces around him. You already had a, have a number one receiver in uh, CD Lamb. And I mean, that's just the way I look at things, guys. That's the way I look at things. Sorry, I'm fighting off a little bit of a cold here today. So if 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 you kind of see me reaching for my nose, I, I definitely apologize for that. So o- overall, I'm for the Cowboys signing, uh, re-signing Dak Prescott. I want to see some of the wide receivers that could potentially be available. Um, we're going to add some names right now. Robert Woods is a name that, uh, was talked about this past season, 53 receptions, 527 yards. I bring him in. I, I mean, that sounds fine to me, especially in an offense where, you know, there were games where they were having Josh Dobbs play for them. And, and, uh, what's his name? Malik Willis, who, who can't play, you know, that's a real thing. You know, that's, that's, that is a real thing. There's Juju Smith-Schuster. There's Jacoby Myers, uh, Alan Lazard, Darius Slayton, Matt Collins, Paris Campbell, Richie James, Noah Brown. I mean, it's, it's not the most stacked wide receiver class. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. There's a Randall Cobb still out there. You know, he played 13 games, had 417 yards in those games. You know, just add solid options to this football team. You don't need to add a superstar. You, like you don't, you don't need to add that to this team. You don't need to trade a first-round pick and and give a twenty-seven million-dollar contract to, to DeAndre Hopkins. You don't need to do that. 
Which, by the way, and, and as well, I was bringing, bringing up Stephon Diggs. You're not going to trade for Stephon Diggs. It's not going to happen. The way Buffalo structured that contract, it would be, it would be foolish of them to trade Stephon Diggs uh, before the year of 2025, I believe it is. Or I, th- I think it's the year going into when he's going to turn 32 years old. So to me, I don't think that that's a smart move for Buffalo. They're not going to do it. They're going to keep Stephon Diggs in Buffalo. I, I've been hearing these trade rumors about Stephon Diggs going somewhere else. If, if that was the case, they wouldn't have structured the contract the way they would have structured it to where they're taking on dead money uh, to trade him. It's not going to happen. He's going to be in Buffalo next year. So again, Doc Prescott being re-signed, I'm for it, I, you know, if you really want to go all in this season, it starts with Dak Prescott getting an extension and lowering that cap hit and, you know, putting pieces around him. And to me, it's, it's all about improving the offensive line. This offensive line needs to be improved. I, I mean, it just does. Like, I don't think I mean, we're a little bit removed here from the season. That offensive line was not that good this year. Now, granted, if the offensive line was healthy this year, it would have been a really good offensive line. Right, like Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Biotic, Martin, Steele. Fantastic offensive line. The problem is <laughs> they were never healthy uh, this year. At no point was that entire five healthy this year. You know, they there was a lot of shuffling on the offensive line. And granted, that happens with every team. I understand that. But, you know, at, at the same time, it's like you're moving... You're moving guys from positions where it's just like, why, why didn't you just have a suitable backup? Like Connor McGovern. Why didn't we just have a suitable backup at center? Like, why wasn't that a thing? You know, so we could just plug and play a guy. Like, one thing that 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 I do is, you know, I, I don't hate on the Eagles. I, I don't. I admire the way they built their team. Lane Johnson went out. What did they do? They just, they sticked another guy in there. And they just kept the offensive line the way it was. And they just kept it pushing. What did the Cowboys do when Tower Biotic went out? Oh, left guard, go play center. Left tackle, go play left guard. 40-year-old left tackle, go play left tackle. It, it shouldn't be like that. Have a suitable backup center. Put him in the game if, you're, if your center gets hurt. And just keep it moving. Don't shovel the offensive line. There's no need for it. You have, you have talent on this offensive line. But there needs to be a... Uh, I'm looking for the word to, to use here. Uh, there needs to be a cohesiveness. I, I don't even know if that's, a, if that's the right word to use here. But there needs to be um, continuity. That's the word I was looking for. There needs to be continuity on your offensive line. And that's one thing that the Cowboys offensive line just they didn't have this year. And to me, I mean, let's look at the... Let's let's look at the offensive linemen that are going to be available in free agency this year. Because I'm I'm all for just we have needs on this team, right? So we have a need at receiver, we have a need at cornerback, we have a need on the offensive line. You know, we have a need at off ball linebacker. Go get these things figured out um, before. Go get these things figured out before the draft. Go get them figured out before the draft. So that way. You can just draft for, for best player available, which would be a perfect idea. Orlando Brown Jr., he's probably going to get re-signed. Taylor Luan, that's somebody we can look at. Um, Trent Brown's another guy we can look at from the Patriots. Um, I think he's a free agent as well. 
overall, I mean, you know, Shaq Mason might be a cap casualty from, uh, you know, the, um, from the, uh, 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 what's it called? Um, the Buccaneers. Connor McGovern from the New York Jets is a name that you could look at as well. I mean, granted, he plays center. Maybe he could play guard. I don't know. Um, I didn't pay much attention to him. I know that he is a pretty solid player, though, from what I heard. So those are just some names to look at. Overall, I think uh, the best idea might be just be to draft somebody. And honestly, might just be to draft somebody. Okay, so that is it for, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're done talking about Doc Prescott and his contract situation. I like the idea. I think it's the right thing to do. And, um, yeah, let's move on here. Jalen Ramsey, he is one of the best cornerbacks in football or has been one of the best cornerbacks in football over the past, I don't know, seven years, ever since 2016. He's been right up there uh, with those top cornerbacks in the league. And there are rumors of him going to Dallas. And to me, I'm not for it whatsoever because here's the thing. If I'm trading for a guy, I want to trade for a guy on an upwards trajectory, not a downwards trajectory. Is Jalen Ramsey still a good player? Yes, absolutely. Still a really good player, but he is on the downward trajectory of his career. I, if I'm trading a first round pick for somebody, for example, when the Cowboys traded for Amari Cooper, that was a perfectly fine trade because they traded a, a singular first round draft pick for a guy who was on an upward trajectory. That made sense for them. Okay, and not only that, they didn't even have to pay Amari Cooper until the following season, right? So if you trade for Jalen Ramsey, you're going to have to pay the guy now, and he's going to want top dollar. He talked about it on the Pivot podcast just a year ago, how you know receivers were making big-time money and corners should make big-time money as well because they're the ones that cover the receivers. I understand. It's a very respectable position to take. I understand why he would want to uh, you know, push the envelope in terms of what cornerbacks are getting paid. However, I don't want them. I, I don't want that to be the case in Dallas. You know, uh, I don't want that to be the case in Dallas because it's 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 a cornerback number two spot that we're looking for. You do not need to to go out and trade for one of the best players in the league, and not only just one of the best players uh, in the league at the position, the most expensive player in the league at that position. Like he's going to want a market setting contract. And I mean, yes, I understand why people, uh, you know, are getting giddy about the fact that they would have Trayvon Diggs and Jalen Ramsey opposite from each other. That'd be a fantastic thing to, to see. However, there are bigger needs on this team at the current moment than adding a guy, the level of Jalen Ramsey, you could find a perfectly fine cornerback number two on the free agent market or in the draft. However, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think you have your 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 cornerback number two for this season. You know, there's been a lot of talks about cutting Jordan Lewis. I'm not with it. I understand you save $5 million. I'd rather just keep the $5 million and keep Jordan Lewis. He's a good player. And have him play slot corner. Let Deron Bland play on the outside. Israel McQuamu showed that he can really play that slot position very well. Have him in there as well. I mean, I, I don't think that this is a difficult thing to figure out. Is Deron Bland's strength playing in the slot from what we've seen so far? Yes, it is. However, how do like like what's to what's to say that this guy's not going to be a fantastic outside corner as well? What's to say that? Like, what's to say that? We we had a very small sample size of Deron Bland playing on the outside this season. Okay, a very small sample size. So 
if we put him out there and we let him get reps and we let him get comfortable at that position, who's to say that he won't succeed at that position? I think that he will because I think Deron Wayne's a really good player. So to me, I think you already have your cornerback situation figured out. I think it's Trayvon Diggs and I think it's Deron Bland. Those are your two outsides. Put Jordan Lewis in the slot. Put Israel McQuamu in the slot. I, I I would prefer putting Izzy there, to be honest with you. I would prefer starting Izzy at slot. because Yeah, I think Izzy is so good, man. I think he's going to be such a good player in this league. Um, and the more reps you can find for that guy, to me, the better it is. But I just... I personally don't believe you need to go and trade for Jalen Ramsey. I mean, look, if you didn't have Trayvon Diggs on this team, I'd understand why people would want to trade for Jalen Ramsey. And and the, the team was in the position where it's at right now, where they're ready to win right now. I would understand why people would want to go trade for Jalen Ramsey. However, you have a cornerback on this team. You have one of the best cornerbacks in football on your team. And you're going to pay him big money. Like you're gonna pay Trayvon Diggs a very, uh, a very large sum of money in the very, in the very near future here. Like that's just what's going to be the case with Trayvon Diggs, and that's perfectly fine because I believe that he deserved it. I think that he is a young cornerback who has done nothing but get better every single year he's been in the league. Okay, his rookie year was very shaky. His second year, he ran up the interceptions. Uh, there was some. <coughs> There were some breakdowns in coverage. Sorry about that. There were some breakdowns in coverage. Um, it is what it is. Young corner this year, again, had a few had a few missteps, but I mean, that's just football. You're not going to win every single rep, no matter how good of a player you are. You're not going to win every single solitary rep. And unfortunately, if you don't win every single solitary rep at uh, quarterback, that could be exposed. And, you know, people uh, only look at the, one to two plays that you gave up instead of the, you know, 38 other plays that you didn't give up. They only care about the one or two that you did. And and that's kind of the unfortunate part of the situation. But I think that you have a star at your cornerback position. Don't think you need to go out and trade for Jalen Ramsey. I don't see the benefit in it. I don't see the point in trading for Jalen Ramsey. Is he a, a great player? Yes. Is he a future Hall of Famer? Probably. But... Would it make sense to trade for him when he's on the downward trajectory on of his career and you have to pay him big money, like market-setting money, and you're probably going to have to pay another cornerback market-setting money when you have other needs? You don't know who's going to be your off-ball linebacker next year. You know, defensive tackle, you can improve there. Wide receiver number two, wide receiver number three, what are you going to do there? I mean, granted, you know, hopefully Michael Gallup can become a guy again, but I'm, I'm just saying like, these are, these are bigger questions to me than cornerback number two, because I think you already have your cornerback number two on this team. I really do. And I think his name and, and his name's Deron Bland. That's going to be the cornerback number two on this team. At least I feel like that's what should be the case here. But overall, Jalen Ramsey, great player. Just don't think that he should be uh, traded for, especially for a first round pick and the contract that you're going to give up. I just, don't think it would be a great idea. Okay, let's move on to the last topic of the day. We're going to talk about the Cowboys free agents, who they should keep and who they should let go. Okay, so they have 21 free agents in total. It's completely fine. It's very normal for a lot of football teams. Not all these guys were necessarily impact players. Let's go through them real quick, though. Dalton Schultz, tight end. 
here's my thing. I caught I caught a little bit of slack on TikTok because after the 49ers game, I was saying one player that they need to re-sign is Dalton Schultz. And at the time, I firmly believed that. And here's the reason why I believe that. When you look at Kellen Moore's offense, Dalton Schultz was the perfect fit in that offense. And the reason why he was is because Dalton Schultz is very good at running option routes, and he had a very good rapport with Dak Prescott. And when you're a offense that is very reliant on option routes, one thing that's very important is the rapport between a quarterback and a receiver. And that's one thing that Dak Prescott and Dalton Schultz had, which is why I was kind of against getting rid of Amari Cooper last season. Because again, this is a option route heavy offense. And when you get rid of a receiver that had a really good rapport with the quarterback, that's going to hurt your offense. No doubt about it. I mean, just getting rid of a receiver like that in general and not replacing him with somebody with, you know, a decent level of talent uh, was always going to be a dangerous proposition. But that was kind of my thinking when it came to Don Schultz. Now that Mike McCarthy is going to be the play caller, they're going to be more so in a West Coast offense. I don't believe that Dalton Schultz's skill set really fits that West Coast offense. I just don't. You know, and because of that, I think you got to let Dalton Schultz walk. It's fine. Look, and here's the thing, right? One thing that I can't stand is you can change your opinion when, like, you can change your opinion when you're presented with new data, right? When I made the opinion about Dalton Schultz, um, there was a new offense. There was a completely different offensive coordinator. There was a completely different player calling plays. And I didn't think they were going to get rid of Callum Moore. I didn't think that they had the heart to get rid of Callum Moore. But they did. And it actually surprised me. So Dalton Schultz, appreciate the service, but the Cowboys are most likely going to move on. And here's the thing when I talk about drafting or uh, filling your needs through free agency, one thing that could happen in this draft is, okay, you fill your needs through free agency. You get a lineman. You get a cornerback number two. You get a wide receiver. You get you know, an off-ball linebacker. You re-sign Leighton Van Der Esch or something along those lines. You can then go in the draft and say, hey, Michael Mayer, you're there at 26. We're going to take you. Luke Musgrave from Oregon State, you're there at 26. We're going to take you. Dalton Kincaid, we're going to take you. You can take a tight end in the first round. I don't think they will, but... You know, if they fill their needs and and they like one of these guys at 26, they can take one. Because, I mean, like, here's the thing. When you look at the tight end room, I don't, like, I don't love the tight end room. Like, I'm confident in Jake Ferguson, but I'm going to go into the season saying, like, yeah, there's definitely questions around the tight end room. Like, 100% without Dalton Schultz there. So that is something to uh, pay mind to. Anthony Brown. Should the Cowboys re-sign him? It depends. If they can get him for cheap, I mean like dirt cheap, like 2 to $3 million, I don't see the harm in re-signing Anthony Brown. If, if you're just going to use him as a depth guy, it is what it is. I, I'm fine with that. Dante Fowler. I would love for the Cowboys to re-sign Dante Fowler, Fowler. What would his market value be? $7 million is what he's projected at for his market value. Two years, $14 million is what he's projected at for his market value. Now, granted, this is sports track, so um, I, I don't know how credible or not credible they are, but if the Cowboys can sign Dante Fowler under the same type of contract that they signed him to last year, hell, bring him back. I like Dante Fowler a lot. Leighton Vanderash. This one's tricky. Depends what you can get him for. If you can get him for 5 to $6 million, I'm with it. Because here's the thing, there is a lot of noise being made about Bobby Wagner, but my thing is this, how much better right now is Bobby Wagner than Leighton Van Rush? Is it by like 
a wide margin. You know, like I think Leighton Van Der Esch was fine last year on that defense. They use a fine linebacker. And I think if you improve your defensive line and keep Leighton Van Der Esch clean, I think that's going to be all, all for the better for Leighton Van Der Esch. Now, is that a position that I would look at in the draft? Absolutely. I would absolutely look at that position. But if you can get Leighton Van Der Esch five, six million dollars, I would sign him to a three-year contract, five, six million dollars a year. I think that's I think that's a steal. And again, he's 27 years old. He's like brand new 27 years old as well, from what it looks like on this site. Let me check up his birthday. Cause I, I'm I'm now I'm actually intrigued. Because now I now I want to go onto his Instagram and wish him a happy birthday. Or something like that. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. So, oh, okay. His birthday was 20 days ago. So he is a brand new 27 years old. So, again, three-year contract, $5 million a year. I'd be for bringing back Lane Vandrash. But again, if he starts getting into that seven, eight, nine million dollar range, I'm out. Anthony Barr, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back, but... Uh, you know, he's a guy that's going to sit in free agency most likely. If you want to bring him back at the end of free agency, I don't mind that at all. Jason Peters, again, for what you're paying him, not even paying him $2 million if he wants to come back. I mean, look, Josh Ball's on this team, okay? He didn't play a snap last year. He didn't do anything on this team. So if you're going to have a guy that's just going to sit there and not do anything and not go in the game, why not have a guy who is a future Hall of Famer? Why not have that guy in your room? If you're just going to have a guy that sits there and does nothing like Josh Ball did last year, have a future Hall of Famer. You know, just don't rely on the guy like they did a lot last year. CJ Goodwin. Um, This is interesting. I think they keep CJ Goodwin. Uh, You know, special teams ace. I think they keep him. Jonathan Hankins. They're going to keep him. I, I, I think for sure they're going to keep Jonathan Hankins. Um, you know, he was good for the Cowboys this year. No doubt about it. He was a very solid player for the Cowboys this year. And I think not only should you re-sign Jonathan Hankins, but you should go out there and try and sign a Dalvin Tomlinson. Or if Deron Payne goes on the market, I mean, give me a break. Go get Deron Payne. Um, let's see. Jake McQuaid. Um, long snapper. There's two long snappers on this list. Jake McQuaid and Matt Overton. Um, I'm going to keep the younger guy. I'll take Jake McQuaid. Um, give me one second. Okay. There was this like sound in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Let me just, okay, there we go. Sorry about that. There was a sound in the background. Um, I wanted to go check that out real quick. Um, but we don't need to. Okay. Jake McQuaid, yeah, if, if you're asking me Jake McQuaid or Matt Overton, give me Jake McQuaid. Noah Brown, say it, don't need you. And and not only that, he's probably going to get a bigger contract somewhere else. So I would prefer if they actually went out and tried to sign a guy that was better than Noah Brown. Carlos Watkins, um, keep him. If, if you can afford to keep him, I mean, what did he get paid this year? He didn't even get paid $2 million this year. And for the impact that he had on your defense, I'm all for um, signing him. If, I mean, I would even sign him. If you can get him at $3 million, I think that that's, that's perfect. But one thing that Cowboys have to do is they have to upgrade that room. Like Carlos Watkins is, is, is a very solid player. 
But if he's a guy that's playing a ton of reps for you, your your defensive line's not all that great. Uh, Matt Overton, I'm good. We talked about that. Uh, give me Jake McQuaid. Luke Gifford, um, this is a guy that they're probably going to keep special teams ace. Fine with that. Cooper Rush. Well, actually, real quick about Luke Gifford. They might try and replace him with Devin Harper. So that's going to be something to look for in training camp. But I think they re-sign him. I think they re-sign him. Uh, Cooper Rush. Um, honestly, the only reason why Cooper Rush was uh, on this team to me was because um, he knew Kellen Moore's offense so well. And because Kellen Moore's not here anymore, I really don't see the need for Cooper Rush. So go draft a quarterback who has a higher ceiling than Cooper Rush. And, I mean, let's be honest here. If the defense wasn't playing as well as it was, I think the, I, I think the Cowboys win maybe one or two games with Cooper Rush. You know, like Cooper Rush was not a difference maker on this team whatsoever. He, he won games because the defense was playing out of its mind. Brent Maher, they're going to move on from him. It's going to be interesting to see what they do at kicker. Connor McGovern, I think he's going to get a contract somewhere else. I think he's going to get a pretty solid contract somewhere else. I wish they would have his market value here, but they do not have his market value on this website. Connor McGovern, he's going to get a, I think he's going to get a big contract somewhere else. Uh, big, big for Connor McGovern. I think he'll probably get $6 million a year from somebody else. And the reason why is because Connor McGovern does have good tape out there of him playing right guard. And I think teams are going to gravitate towards that. And I think they're going to say, well, if we play him at right guard, what type of player can we get? Because I would I would agree with them. Like I think that Connor McGovern is a better right guard than he is a left guard. I don't think Connor McGovern is a left guard. I just don't think the position was all that suitable for him. And you could tell when he played right guard, he was a significantly better player. So I think a team is actually going to uh, uh, take a chance here on Connor McGovern. I think they're, they're going to pay him big money. The only thing is, with the right guard with us, we can't play him at right guard. Not going to happen. We have one of the best right guards that has ever played football. So that's not a realistic option. T.Y. Hilton, bring him back. He got paid this year. $800,000. Now, granted, we did sign him at the end of the year. You're probably going to have to pay him $2.5 million. Bring him back. Why not? You know, if if Jalen Tolbert can just sit on this team and do absolutely nothing, why can't you bring a guy like T.Y. Hilton in to, to do absolutely nothing? Now, granted, I understand why Jalen Tolbert did nothing on this team this year. Um, actually, I don't understand that at all. And the fact that he didn't get reps is just crazy to me, but it is what it is. T.Y. Hilton, I'm all for it. You know, bring him in, potential training camp body, see what he can add to your team. I mean, I mean, you already saw what he can bring to your team, but you know, I, I thought that he was a fine player when he was when he was with the team. Tony Powered, um, yeah, you got to resign him. I made a TikTok video about it. It should be on the YouTube page as well. I wasn't able to get the full video up because YouTube only allows minute long videos. But I, I, I talked about it. You're not paying a runner. You're paying a guy who can do multiple things for you, which is one thing that Kellen Moore did not do very well is get the most out of his players. I think hopefully Mike McCarthy is going to be the opposite of what Kellen Moore was. I hope he gets the best out of Tony Power because if you can get the best out of Tony Power, you're looking at a Christian McCaffrey type player. Like you just are. Like that's how good Tony Power could be. Terrence Steele, re-sign him. No doubt. No doubt about that, man. Terrence Steele, hell of a player, man. Hell of a player. Coming off that ACL, you, you might even be able to get a bargain on him. Hopefully you can get him for a bargain. I think you should have signed him last year 
when he, he, his market value was zero and you could have gotten him for like four to five million dollars over, you know, three or four years. I mean, man, and now he's probably going to command three times out a year. He's probably going to command $14 million. I think probably around that. I, I think probably in that 11 to $14 million range is what Terrence Steele is probably going to get paid. Rico Dowdle. See you later. Donovan Wilson. This is an interesting one. I think he's going to get a big contract somewhere else. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully he does. Hopefully he does get a big contract somewhere else. But hopefully he gets a big contract and stays in Dallas because I, I, I do enjoy Donovan Wilson. I think he's a hell of a player. Okay, so um, to recap real quick, let's do it. Dalton Schultz, no. Anthony Brown, maybe. Uh, Fowler for the right price. Van Rush for the right price. Bart, um, wait on that. Jason Peters, yes. CJ Goodwin, um, maybe on that. Jonathan Hankins, yes. Jake McQuaid, yes. Noah Brown, no. Carlos Watkins, maybe. Matt Overton, uh, no. Luke Gifford, yes. Cooper Rush, no. Brent Maher, no. Connor McGovern, no. T.Y. Hilton, yes. Tony Powered, yes. Terrence Steele, yes. Rico Dowdle, no. Do I think Donovan Wilson is going to resign with the team? No, but I think, I, you know, I would love for him to resign with the team. But, yeah, that's it. And that's going to be it for the Cowboys Beat Show. I am Chris. I was your host for this uh, episode today. And thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys haven't already, please make sure to go check out the TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, whatever it may be. I'm on all those platforms. And I will talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. Please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. We'll We'll see see you next time time on the Cowboys Cowboys Beat Beat Audio Audio Podcast. Podcast.